Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Do you know what credit abuse is? You may be practicing it without even knowing it. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. I'm going to challenge you to change your thinking about the purpose of credit and how it should be used not abused. And you'll also hear part two of my interview with the brand executive, founder and CEO, Steve Canal, about the mind of a winner and why determination and dedication are keys to wealthy thinking. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. But first, about to make a purchase using your credit cards? Hold up, wait a minute. You could be about to commit an act of credit abuse, using credit to make purchases you don't actually have the money to pay for. I'm sure you're thinking, isn't that what credit cards are for? Actually, no. While credit abuse is a socially accepted and commercially encouraged habit, it often leads to chronic debt, unchecked impulse spending, shopping addictions, and other behaviors that will devastate your finances and ultimately your life. I am challenging you to change your thinking about the purpose of credit and how it should be used, not abused. If you're serious about avoiding credit abuse and protecting your financial health and future, here are some things you need to consider before you break out that plastic. Think before you swipe. So many of our problems with debt could be avoided if we would just do one thing before pulling out the credit card. Think. Too often we use credit cards without truly considering the consequences. We don't even consider whether borrowing money, which is what you're doing when you're using credit, is the best way to finance a purchase. With that in mind, here's some questions you should ask yourself when you're tempted to use your credit card to buy something. Have I budgeted for this purchase? If you have, why would you use your credit to pay for it, incurring interest charges, as opposed to paying cash? If you haven't, it also means you haven't budgeted for those interest payments that will accompany your purchase for as long as you carry a balance on your card. The proper use of credit is for convenience, to avoid having to carry around large sums of the money you actually have, not as a substitute for the money you don't have. Unfortunately, most of us have been conditioned to use credit as a way to borrow money against future income. This is credit abuse, and it's why many of us never seem to get ahead financially, especially when our income is disrupted or even eliminated. If you're using your credit card only for convenience sake, 
then your next credit card payment should be an amount equal to or greater than the amount to be charged to the card for the purchase, not just the minimum balance or minimum payment due. If you can't do that because you haven't budgeted for the expense and you don't actually have the money for the purchase, put the card away. If you pay cash, you can at least cut back on another expense to make up for the unbudgeted purchase. Why not save for this purchase instead of borrowing money to pay for it? If it's not worth budgeting or saving for, then it's not worth borrowing using your credit card with a double-digit interest rate to get it right away. It's important for you not to use credit to finance living beyond your means. If you insist on spending more than you make, you will never stop paying for whatever you get. Credit abuse happens when your need for instant gratification overwhelms your capacity for healthy financial decision-making. If you'd rather use a credit card with a 15% interest rate and make minimum payments of $20 for 11 months, then save $50 for 4 months to make an interest-free $200 purchase, you have an immediate gratification problem, and it's hurting you financially. Credit cards are tools of convenience, and convenience always costs. Between interest payments and other fees, most of us are paying dearly, even with cashback bonuses, mileage points, and other incentives to get you to choose plastic over paper. If you are using your credit card to purchase something you can't afford to pay cash for, again, that is credit abuse. Don't do it. Before you break out the plastic, stop and think. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, and I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. We're back with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. What role does determination, dedication, and purpose play in achieving your financial goals? In part two of my interview with the brand executive founder and CEO, Steve Canal, author of the best-selling new book titled The Mind of a Winner, we're going to get some answers. But first, it's time for my Wealthy Thinking Reading List recommendation. Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education, especially by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business each and every month. Today, I'm recommending SOAR, Build Your Vision from the Ground Up, the latest book by New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes. Jakes is world-renowned as Bishop T.D. Jakes, the founder and leader of Dallas-based Potter's House Ministries. However, while he's called to ministry, his upbringing is rooted in a family legacy of entrepreneurship, including the examples of his father, who owned a janitorial services business, and his mother, who excelled as a savvy real estate investor. As CEO of TDJ Enterprises, Jakes has been true to that legacy, launching successful ventures ranging from major live events 
like the Faith and Family Focus Megafest, to the production of major theater film releases like Jumping the Broom. I've had the pleasure of speaking with Jakes often over the years, both via on-stage interviews and private conversations, and I can vouch for him as an excellent source of entrepreneurial advice and mentorship. However, since it's a very remote possibility that you'll get to enjoy that from him, his new book, Soar, is the next best thing. In fact, reading this book is like getting a guided tour of one of the most imaginative and tuned-in entrepreneurial minds of his generation, while getting specific advice on what it means to get a company off the ground, guide its rise through storms and obstacles, and perhaps most importantly, keep it from crashing. This book is literally a masterclass on wealthy thinking, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you aspire to own your own business. Be sure to add SOAR, Build Your Vision from the Ground Up, the latest book by T.D. Jakes, to your wealthy thinking reading list. And now let's continue with part two of my interview with brand executive founder and CEO Steve Canal, an influencer and award-winning marketing strategist focused on innovative thinking to achieve bottom-line results for major corporations and entrepreneurs alike. I spoke with Canal about the roles that determination, dedication, and purpose, topics that are a major focus of his book, Mind of a Winner, play in wealthy thinking. It's a mentality, and you have to put yourself first to be able to implement these habits and put these habits in place and these methodologies in place to put your mind in the right course to achieving your goals. I mean, one of the things that your book does is that that it, it delivers what it promises. It says very directly what is in and on the mind of consistent winners. I really want to talk about two of them, one that you associate with Everett Taylor, and that's determination, and the other one that you associate with Kenny the Jet Smith, and that's dedication. Talk about determination and dedication as kind of critical components of what lives in the mind of a winner. Yeah, when you think of determination, you know, your life begins to develop, and and you realize the purpose within your Mm -hmm. life. It's important to fuel it with that relentless determination. Now that you know the goal and where you're going, there's no reason why you shouldn't fuel that journey with determination to achieving and getting there. Because at the end of the day, you need to do something that you love and you're passionate about. You know, something that, you know, you you talk about, Damon talks about, you know, do something that you can do without getting paid for. Do something you're passionate about, something you love, because that's not not your purpose. And you need to put that determination behind it because a lot of people, they'll identify what they want to do, but they're still clouded with all these other distractions, mm. you know, that are stopping them from, from achieving that goal and getting there. And the hurdles and the bumps in the road, you know, deterrence to making you stop. And like, is this really for me? You know, should I move forward? But the mind of a winner, that mentality will help you find ways to get over that hurdle or around that hurdle and get through that bump in the road and realize that that closed door, that no that you just received, is just one less door that you have to try and open. You know, and there's so many more that you can attempt to get into where you're trying to get to. Well, what we're going to say is that that really underscores one of the themes that we talk about a lot on our show. Wealthy people or winners understand or are very clear about their why. You call your purpose. Why am I doing this? And it could be even something relatively simple. 
if I am making a sacrifice to save money for an emergency fund, what's going to motivate me to be dedicated, to be disciplined, to continue to do it? And those people who manage their money without a why tend not to reach their financial goals, even if they have more to work with, whereas those who manage their resources with a clear why, even if they have less resources, tend to achieve their financial, their entrepreneurial, or their other goals because that why is what provides the, the motivation and the fuel to, to see past the distractions, to get over the obstacles, and to get through adversity. Tell me a bit about where you hope to go from here, both with the book, and tell us a little bit about how this fits into what you're doing with your business, The Brand Executive. You know, my ultimate goal with this, first and foremost, is to get this book in the hands of as many people as possible. I just want people to tap into this information. Again, you know, it took me about a year and some months to put this project together because of the interviews and follow-up questions and digging deep into, you know, our conversations, you know, to creating this body of work. And I feel like it's, it's information that needs to be shared because everybody isn't fortunate enough to sit down with a Damon or sit down with a Swin or to sit down with a Barbara. And now you're getting eight individuals who are very successful live in, within their industry and they're telling you, you know, what they did to overcome failure and how they sustained success once they achieved it. And it's something I feel at the end of the day, in order to enhance our community, in order to make this a better place for all of us to live, we need the shared information and content. So I'm, you know, going into the smallest of towns or the biggest of towns of just spreading the message because this isn't about me. You know, that's why I briefly highlight my journey and who I was, just so people know why I did this and why I can speak about it, you know, given my history. That's the right. only reason why I talked about me, because I really didn't want to. I wanted to share the content of who people, you know, see on TV or might hear on the radio or know about, you know, um, to be able to share this information. So with this, you know, I'm following up with the Mind of a Winner tour, so... I'm kicking it off in Atlanta um, with Rolling Out Magazine, sharing that information locally with people that people might be able to relate to on a local level. And then how that rolls into the brand executive, the brand executive is a tool for information for people. So I do a monthly call where I have different individuals um, where we cover a certain topic within any industry. We talked about, you know, relationships in business and how that molds, you know, and how the impact right. of it to talking about being able to manage your business and which, what's your first step, <laughs> you yeah. know, and having your, your brand identity and the, the importance of social media and how it impacts your business and, and getting the right tools in place. So at the end of the day, what this brand is about, what the brand executive is about is helping people become the CEO of their own brand. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to become the CEO of Exxon or Nike. It's taking care of you first. Uh, you yes. realizing and identifying that you are a CEO, you are a brand, and you need to control the message of your brand. You need to control the imagery that you post out and push out on social media and becoming the CEO of your brand because once you identify and do that, nothing can really stop you because you know what your purpose is and you know what you need to do to achieve that because you're not you're going to have the right people around you. You're going to have mentors. You're going to have advisors. You're going to put those things around you because mentally you're in a space to grow. Another key about branding and, and 
leveraging social media and developing your brand is being consistent. So throughout all platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, my website, it's all Steve Canal, S-T-E-V-E-C-A-N-A-L, and the website is www.stevecanal.com. And under stevecanal.com, you can find access to the brand executive. You find access to the book. You find access, you know, to interviews that I've had on YouTube and all the videos. Um, and you get access to who I am as an individual and access to book one-on-one sessions. So you get everything there in that one space. Excellent, Steve. Thank you so much for being on our show. And again, to our listeners, you want to follow up and learn more about Steve, his work, and the book, The Mind of a Winner, at stevecanal.com. Thank you, Alfred. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters, Wealthy Thinking. And be sure to check out my latest ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed, How Decisions in Pursuit of Sex, Love, and Relationships Impact Your Career, Business, and Financial Success, at grownzone.com forward slash buy love get trouble and don't forget to subscribe to money matters wealthy thinking on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher or any other podcast directory and if you like what you hear leave a five-star review i'm alfred edmund jr at aurn.com thanks for listening see you next week Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.